0: We're the, the Legends, Legends of the, of the Stoop. Stoop. We're here to advocate, Stoop. educate, and inspire society. Stoop. coming at you live from the Southside. Welcome back to Legends of the Stoop. I am your host, Mike Pernice. To all of our athletic and artistic listeners out there, we have some good news. Addison Domingo, the owner of Follow the Trees Ride the Vibe, is offering us discounts on all CBD products by using the code Stoop Legends at the checkout. Today my guest stopping by the stoop virtually from Beverly Hills is, not there, is none other than Mink Sinatra. My boy, how you doing today?
1: <laughs> What's up, my guy?
0: <laughs> not much, man. I'm enjoying the art piece right behind you. It's very aesthetically pleasing.
1: <laughs> Yo, you had me we was talking about this back and forth for two weeks making this happen, and I happen to be here this day. I was like, why would we not give the visual aesthetic with it? it makes so no sense.
0: Absolutely, and then you were telling me a little bit uh, before we uh, got on here about how your mom was an art teacher. So I definitely see the aesthetic in between, like you know, right behind you, the music videos, the fashion choice, man. Like you got it yes. all going on.
1: Try, right, man. You gotta make it. You gotta be a complete package nowadays, man. I learned that Absolutely. For being a fan. You know what I mean? I'm a fan of music first. So like all these artists that I see that that I, that intrigue me and like I follow their music, I like their whole, whole rollout. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I feel that. More than one layer deep. Right. So why don't you go ahead and just uh, tell the audience
0: just a little bit about who you are, where you come from, and uh, what your music's about.
1: Uh, My name is Sinatra. My real name is Nathan Oliverio. Uh, I used to go by Nato. Try not to say uh, a thousand times. First rap name was Nato. It was just my regular hood nickname. Uh, About a year ago, turned into Mink Sinatra. I'm from Washington, PA, 8th Ward. Grew up there until maybe like mid-20s. And then I moved to Pittsburgh and here we sit and I started making music down there. I started out in Washington, making music, we started recording like the attic in the closet, not anywhere, man, anywhere to possibly make music. Yeah. And I'm getting linked in with some dudes way back in the day when like Mac was still down at ID Labs, Wiz was still down there, like Cushion Orange used days, like 2010, 2011. Okay. More was down there shout out josh everett i'm back this is way back in the day like nobody i was nobody i was just calling trying to get like (laughs) hours this came a long way shout out everybody shout out you dan everybody from ID Labs.
0: so so your music journey began when like when when did you decide to like like fully i guess like well when did it start and then when did you just fully like dive in and just like make this like your your choice of passion
1: like publicly or like when i actually fell in love with music because there's two different like keep it a hundred. I wanted to make music since I was probably like between six and 10 years old. Like I really <laughs> fell in love with art and music and whatnot and visual aesthetics, but I never pursued it right till my mid twenties. You know what I mean? What? Why is that? I just never did it. Like I was, I was. to be completely honest, it was a different time. Like rappers back then, I was young then. So like all the rappers that was on were like bit larger dudes in the city at that time. It was like ass money. Boaz, like these dudes, was living the shit they was rapping about, and I was like a puppy compared to these guys. So, right. you know what I mean. Shout out them; they still doing their thing too. You know what I mean. So back then, it wasn't like a lot of these dudes on the internet sell an image. You know what I mean, and that's that's right. cool because that's really what it is. That's what, what I did with Mink. I branded it, so I wouldn't. If you hear Mink Sinatra, what you're gonna think? Live from the Beverly Hills Hotel with a <laughs> sick art piece in the background, on some Ocean's <laughs> Eleven shit. You feel me? Like I gotta give y'all the real deal, man. I gotta like really. I was talking to Ricky P about that. He's like, man, you're upgrading your character. Like, you got new ink, like making new music, you mess with new producers, a full yep. player, user, user player upgrade, you know what I mean?
0: Do you find it that you have to sell your image first before that you can sell your music? Like, do you think it's more important nowadays for people to buy into the image of the
1: artist before they buy into the music? People are in I call it a microwave society. Like it's super instant gratification. So Mm-hmm. just the way like how we were talking about the real thing on instagram if you see something that's visually aesthetic like a, appealing or something that catches your eye you ever see people when they freeze frame like a pretty girl's ass or like something wild on like the freeze frame then it comes on the explore page like i'm noticing like right. the, uh fast-paced things that are catching trends and whatnot and people are mm-hmm. using it and like even people are using it in a bad way for like media and all this, this tension within the country that's going on and it's it's really like the new mold for how people are selling media and marketing and doing ads and whatnot so you got to be yeah. careful with what you put out there because either you got to be living it or once it's exposed and you're not living it your brand's worth nothing it's hollow so right. the better the foundation the better aesthetic the realer it is like i always knew my shit was dope i just had to make it dope enough to the point that i could present it to the world and give it to you guys so you can see it from my perspective right you know what I mean? now, And it now, in
0: terms of like building a digital brand then What are are some of the things that uh, you've noticed have been, like, very – like, you've gotten, like, positive reactions from, you know, either – whether it's, like, you know, using Instagram, like, more to promote, like, an album coming out instead of, like, Twitter or, you know, something along those lines. What have you noticed what works and what doesn't work?
1: The key to that – and, you know, I really pay attention because views don't mean everything. Like, if you have good content and you're finding things that – mean stuff and your learning knowledge like for example i watched shout out will zonbeck from who manages Wiz from taylor gang i watched a podcast that he had on soundcloud somebody was interviewing him didn't have crazy views on it but the there was gems in it and in the gems he was saying right. that a lot of the a lot of the platforms and the dsps and even like the social media websites all you're doing is looking for a reaction like for your yeah. analytics so we're throwing right. things out there we're seeing what's happening and we're catching the reaction and that's what we're playing off of to deliver that content to you in an aesthetic that you want it right because like we don't have television no more. We do, but like television was a square box, which was a perfect, a weird like foreshadowing. Because like everything in it, you couldn't look outside of the ten channels.
0: Right. On the internet
1: now you got multiple windows, multiple facets, multiple revenue streams of things you're gonna do. So really, how you cater and you you grow it and develop it now do you find it because
0: of you know now so much of the music business is online and it's you know very important now to build like a social media platform with like your with your identity do you find that like sometimes like you feel like maybe like it's getting lost just because of how much content is out there
1: the oversaturation in any marketplace like look at a perfect example is like look at the tariffs that the politicians have placed on China due to their influence of how cheap the manufacturing is. So if you compare like the manufacturing of outsourced products and countries, the music is the exact same thing. Like a lot of those views are coming from outside of the country. People are using streaming farms. People are using cheap manufacturing to like when COVID happened, I noticed all the closing companies froze up. That's when I knew I'm like, I could do this shit too. Cause they're getting it from the same source that I am. You know what I mean? Like there's, not, there's nothing different from a Beverly Hills and An illegal apparel or a company that nobody has known yet because they're all sourcing off of fabric what they're getting and it's coming from the same places. So, like, it's just what technology are you going to use to get that step to get to the next thing? You know what I mean? And the brand is what's going to make that valuable. Sometimes it's like, look at Chrome Hearts right now. Chrome Hearts is popping. Thug and Gunner were at the Chrome Hearts store an hour before we got there to one day. I didn't even know okay. what the shit was. Shout out Tobes and Tom and everybody. They were like, yo, we got a demo. They were like, let's go to Chromeworks. They're, like, They're into like the, uh, they'd be flipping that shit. You know what I mean? Like that's a right. whole subculture too. So we had access to all that shit out here. It was fire and people on the internet like that stuff. And then they made it happen. So. It just shows you, but like it burn out fast. Like I've heard Chrome Hearts so much in the past two weeks. Drake drops a video and got <laughs> shout out OVO. Drake drops a video with the Chrome Hearts basketball jersey. Oh, me and Ricky P were talking about this. Drops this video with the Chrome Hearts jersey. That shit went for twenty five hundred dollars to twelve bands, <laughs> and like they didn't made a hundred of them. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not getting that outfit. And like them damn Nike tracksuits are probably <laughs> sold off the shelf right now. Yeah. Shout out Drizzy. Holy shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> dude his uh the music video that just came out with um where what it was a pop star starting yeah J&B. With, shout out jb bro dude that Ooh, was a good that was a great that was a great music video you,
1: all right and i'm gonna say this right now because this is no cap all right that song that he dropped with bieber that was kind of the, in, that was kind of inspiration where I drew make season from. And I'm not even going to front because if you listen to the hook where it's like too many foes put bread on your top. I'm a pasta uh, 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 with a You know what I mean? I kind of <laughs> yeah. took like the uh, aromatic like melody of it. You know what I'm saying? So right. I was like, this is dope. I was, I never tried to jam like that before. I was like, but I'm going to keep like the hard verses. Like I'm not going to fiddle through the verses. I need to bring like that hard, that grit. I had to put the make on that motherfucker. <laughs> It's using that language. <laughs> now,
0: have you uh, it, throughout like throughout your course of making music and like trying to find out like what your sound is, what your brand is, um, where have like what like I guess like what obstacles have you had to overcome to get where you are right now?
1: My brand uh, my brand and my personal life have been very conflicting throughout this whole process, to say the least. Um, I've be honest with you, bro. I sacrificed a lot for this. I've done three months, I did an entire summer in 2018 in jail for a music video, for having a house arrest bracelet on the video. No drugs, no guns, no nothing. I did just, I was in a situation and I've been fortunate enough not to go to prison. I was placed on parole and I, but I was out on a window and I shot a video and then it went viral with the preview and then they came and arrested me the next day because i wasn't supposed to be out so <laughs> there's a bit i don't like beyond into details i'm not i'm off all that shit now thank god i'm about to get my driver's license back like tomorrow so all those things are yeah. gone man i stayed that i stayed down through all this bullshit. i ate every shit shit sandwich that came along the way so like man I, i'm just earning my stripes bro trying to stay humble that's it you know yeah no I feel that the even with the branding, like back in the day, I used to have conflict, confliction with that too, because my brand was like too real for what I was selling. Like yeah. I remember, I was, I was putting previews out, and like they was, the Tazzy was kicking the door into the places that were in preview videos, because like the, the street life was infil, influencing me way more than the music was. Like I really was just mm-hmm. rapping for the fuck of it. You know what I mean? So I really yeah. had to make that transition, go broke get money, go broke again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bet everything on this shit. God willing, like, like, and anybody that knows me and knows my ground, like, there ain't no fake shit about this. Like, the shit ain't called thoroughbred it's, because it's flawed. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> at all, dog. No, you I feel that.
0: And so, with that, along with building your brand and overcoming these obstacles, do you think currently that the Pittsburgh music scene is at a point where artists can truly thrive here or do you think it's impossible or not I, I shouldn't say impossible or do you say it's not as realistic to say that you're going to be able to make it out of here like you have to leave I feel like here, that's everybody's
1: mentality here's where you're sitting or here's where I'm sitting you feel yeah. me? like that's yeah. answering that, that's answering the question right there because like I didn't I've been out here for eight weeks and look where we're sitting and what we're doing yeah, of course, sure. Enough. I know people that believed in me, you know what I'm saying? But I had to make those right. plays. Like, shout out Ricky P. Also, he he told me years ago, I've known Ricky for a decade, he told me, yo, I put you in a room, what you do after that is on you. And, like, and anything in life, that's what it is, man. Like, I, I could lead you to water, not to sound corny, but, like, I can't make you drink that shit. Right. <laughs>
0: no, no, you're 100% right. It's like, you know, there's only so much – that the connections and the networks will do for you, and while those things are important, and I'm not like trying to diminish them at all, but the real, the real important factor is is what it comes down to is how bad you really want it.
1: Fact. What are you willing to sacrifice? What's the exchange? Like, what? Yeah. what what's your work yeah. ethic? I keep you know, it I mean, hundred with you. I was in the studio last night with Ricky Slick and all them at Kush Factory. Shout out Kush Factory till six thirty in the morning. Me and Tobs was there. I came home. I mean, this is a sweet ass suite, but don't get it tripped up for a minute. There's six of us in here, damn near. So, like, I grabbed the pillow and laid on the floor. It's a nice ass floor, but, like, you know what I mean? I'm not above that. You know what I'm saying? I went and got a breakfast burrito this morning. I'm thugging, man. I'm out here. Like, I'm making shit happen. You don't need, you don't need, like, I'm not with the whole, I'm going to buy the super expensive shit. Like, I, I just don't like anything, bro. You know what I mean? I'm more like, my swag sell shit hold on my, my all my boys from the cities here so like i gotta get them up at the pool while this shit's going on where you well, have <laughs> all right hef yeah, will, all right. will you please go get uh kafani and all them downstairs we just walk out the gate and show them where to park there's three black gates my man hefe is coming out right now because i'm in the middle of the interview all right uh, we're in the you can pull up to the uh gate and it'll let you in the private garage but you got to use the car. <laughs> i'm gonna send them down with the car. Shout out Hefe. Hefe been helping me with everything. <laughs> yeah, for real. Hefe is a G. Real friends, bro. For real. You ain't gonna start prospering until you get real motherfuckers around you, bro. You get them motherfuckers around you to be side talking, doing all that extra shit. Oh, that's the shit. That's the poison. You feel me? Like you God, need have you, you have, have to trim the fat, bro. Listen, when F C said that, the got go smaller. On. Everybody can't go, bro. Shit is fucking basic mathematics out here. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. And it's definitely like the people that you surround yourself with are where your influence comes from. So if you're just surrounding yourself with bad energy and people that aren't truly buying into your goals and your mission, then you're it's never really going to get there because you can yeah.
1: buy, buy into something, but are you buying into it wholeheartedly? Like shout out raindrop rally. That little motherfucker believed in me enough. I said, bro, when I hit you, <laughs> get on the plane. You feel me? And, and I, yeah. I told her, I said it to him six weeks ago. He just went home last week. We, dude, we was wearing kimonos on the beach and been taking pictures like I have that memory now with raindrop like bro I don't care like even if I never blow up doing music whatever bro I don't give a shit because we'll have that forever like that shit's valuable right. to me it's the process of this shit that is it is a rewarding and redeeming you know what I mean like
0: absolutely. And it's like I think so many people and like how we were talking about that instant gratification that like social media and like this new way of streaming is like kind of brought. It's you know I feel like people are just like pushing their content in such a way where it's like they just want it to hit now. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they want everybody it. Everybody wants it now. Everybody right thinks now. that. Everybody thinks that like it's just gonna happen overnight.
1: Which is not, man. It's yeah. not, man. It happens for one person and then everybody else thinks it's going to happen for everybody else. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get, um, let's say, like a little tech, You get a ransom. Like, you get a juice. You know, really yeah. Hey. Oh, that's me. Never mind. I'm about to yell at the guys. I got my live on. I'm sharing my live and saving it. This blast. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, I ain't shit. Humility, man. You got to call it like you see it, right? Wrong, 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 wrong. Like, I don't know everything. Shit. up. Uh, I want to enjoy this shit with my people, bro. Like, shout out to Slick and on, too. We just started making music together recently, but like, I, I watched them grow up in the scene and like all the other guys, and they're all out here, too. They're on Rodeo shopping and shit on Melrose, and I'm literally like a block off. I'm like, bro, we're about to do this interview at the pool. I'm like, pull the fuck up. Like, <laughs> bro, there's 30 of us out here from Pittsburgh. Like, how, why wouldn't we link? That's what the city was missing for a long time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But that's just any place is, you know what I'm saying? It happens, bro. Life. Yeah. It's just not always going to be sweet, man. Everybody's not always going to have the same vision. Everybody's going to have the same drive. You know what I'm saying? We ain't all doing this shit for the same reason. Some people say they're doing it for their peoples. I see motherfuckers scream, free their peoples every day. They ain't put fucking 75 cents on their books. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. hold on a second. I'm sorry, buddy. All right. tell, me, tell me a little bit about Mink
0: Season and what went into making this album. Uh, everything behind, like, the advertising, the marketing, you know, the photography, the videography, everything, like the whole encompass. I want to know everything about it because I can't stop listening to Hypnotic T.
1: Hypnotic T, shout out Mo the Natural. And if anybody ever wondered, Mo is a real person. I said, I was going to say that during the interview. Oh, you're
0: fucking <laughs> hard. Hey, <laughs> hey, everybody
1: loves Mo. Listen, no, I never, every, I know the guy everybody loves Mo, but nobody's ever met Mo except like us. So like, I call Mo like yeah. my Tyler Durden. If you've ever seen Fight Club, like when he has yeah. the Fight Club, the guy's imaginary. <laughs> Mo is literally my Tyler Durden. I'll be in a studio session with dudes that are beasts, and I'll be like, oh, what the fuck am I going to do? And i am like, Mo, send me something. And he'll send me something. Dude, he come in, literally had to beg him to come to that session. But once I got him there, That's I so hit a lot of tea. Him and Garrett Hunter made that beat. It was over. Like, they're two goats, and I had to lure them to the farm. And once I got them <laughs> to the farm, I was like, yo. I was like, Blossom. For real, I brought Raindrop, shout out Slim Trendy and Raindrop. I brought them to the studio that night. We ate, we had a bunch of food, like I always cook and shit down id laps labs because they got a nice kitchen. Yeah, yeah, we set that shit up and we just started messing around and then Raleigh went in there and said that hook and I was like, this is it, this is it, <laughs> this is it. And Mo never does no verses for nobody. So we got the Mo verse on it. And then here, here's a funny story. Garrett Hunter, who, we'll get into my whole album here in a second. Garrett Hunter, who mixed my album, I was in LA finishing videos. Mm-hmm. I did mink season literally the last five days I was here before the album mixing even started. I was like, I'm gonna do maybe two more songs and which one's dope, we're gonna do it. I did that fuck, I did that song in a studio completely on some rando stuff. Yeah. Ended up being the one. Flew home. He flew back to LA when I was in Pittsburgh. He drove to LA. I was in Pittsburgh. Okay. Dude, I literally landed, stayed for four days, and was like, we have to fly back to LA to mix out. So I flew back. Mo wanted to redo his verse on that song. Mm-hmm. I literally waited until the wee hours of the morning, to the last minute, sitting in Kush Factory, in the same room that Tory Lanez mixed New Toronto Two at, waiting for Mo to send the verse back. And I knew he wasn't going to do it because listen, here's the funny thing: in the verse, Mo says, "I'm a shady motherfucker, don't rely on me." And I kept playing the verse, and I said, <laughs> "I'm keeping this verse." I looked at like You know, shout out Spike. I looked. At, I looked at him in the face, and I said. We're not getting that verse. I said, Garrett, mix that verse. We mixed it down. He never said nothing about it. It's a hit. His album came out. My album came out. I'm Trying yep. to get him out here now, bro. Like, shit has just been wild, bro. <laughs> it's crazy too because Mo's wild, talented. Like, he's the most talented person. I'm like, uh, he could easily do reference tracks for Chris Brown or anybody. Oh, that's, that's like, like when. Like, like, well, that's like
0: when I came when I met you when I met you at the night of Pages and we went back up to up to the curve in Mount Washington and I got mm-hmm. to meet him, dude. The dude is, like, like, not, like, no offense to him in any way, but, like, when you first look at him, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, he's like, you just don't expect that voice. And he can go from being, like, very, like, rough and, like, tangy, almost like a Chris Stapleton to just, like, a very like a clear. Host.
1: Bro, did you hear Glamour yet? Glamour is my favorite song. Glamour. No, I, I play haven't. Glamour, non, glamour. Listen. Listen to Glamour. Okay. Low the natural on all streaming platforms. That's my favorite song ever. Yeah. Huh? don't work. But they're parking? They don't work. I know, but are they parking? No, it's yesterday's car. And the guys that are outside that you're supposed to meet. They wanna be in a parking lot, so I'm gonna get a to ticket. That's all. All right, so where's the key at? Why isn't the working? That's yesterday's key, right? All right. Oh no, we gotta get them in here <laughs> Not while we're in the middle of this. Hold on the front desk and tell them to open the gate. <laughs> but they won't come in the building? Playing, bro. So what's, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Dead dad, we doing this. That shit got to go out there. All right. Anyway, what were you saying? Um, no, I was just saying like you
0: know, Mo's just like he is definitely just like an enigma. That man, like, like oh, I said, dude, like, absolutely. You look, like you just don't like he can. Like I was just very just like wowed just from him, like because I never like I've heard of him.
1: It's and not every was, day you meet a guy that looks like he rides a tractor and where's a girl. <laughs> but it will also take your bitch in three seconds if he plays four chords on the guitar Bro, hey his nickname's the rural god
0: I'm going to screen record I'm going to I'm gonna
1: screen record this part of this interview and yep. I'll end up sampling it for an interlude because yo did you he has a Spanish uh, girl from France that he was actually like dating that was a foreign exchange student and the intro yeah. to his album is that girl talking about meeting him like she left a voicemail and he was really? like yo listen it's crazy she's like, like laughing was
0: it not allowed? <laughs> I can't make this shit
1: up, bro. Swear to God,
0: dude, that's fucking
1: awesome. I, I, I appreciate the it. opportunity to come on here, man. This is lit. I like it.
0: Yeah, dude. Honestly, like anytime, like like I said, like I'm I'm here to help. You know, anybody and everybody in the scene, and oh, it doesn't matter where they're at. You know, I've been making connects up in Portland. I've been making you know connects with people here in Pittsburgh. You know, well, I'm just yeah, you know. Portland's lit, man. Yeah, Yo, did you see
1: that thing they had going on when the people were occupying downtown?
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. It's crazy down there. My buddy, uh, G. Swenson, uh, is just like, I talked to him probably on the weekly, and he's just been filling me in on shit that's going down there, and it, it's wild. It's really fucking wild.
1: That's, dude, I, it's crazy. I seen like a couple people got hurt, man. I, I, all right, but man, that's nuts. They, took, they like, took over downtown. I was like, oh, yeah. There's actually the one guy,
0: uh, his name's Swiggle Mandela. You should look him up. He's, uh, he's Swiggle Mandela. Yeah, I'll send uh, you his. <laughs> I'll send you his. uh his Swiggle. IG, and uh, he is one of the, he's like very popular up in the Portland scene right now. And it'd be I, pretty cool to try and get like some of us linked up with them in this crew. Uh, he just performed at one of the protests up there. Uh, like, he performed, like, and, dude, it went viral. He went viral
1: because of it. Dude, performing in a protest is lit. I don't know what's more hip-hop than that, to be honest with you.
0: Right? And then he also he also created a challenge. It's called – I think it's called the Portland Police Challenge or something. Oh, so Lord. he So he dropped a beat, and he, like, rapped on it, and, like, it was a diss towards, like, the Portland Police Department. And then he challenged other people, not just in Portland – but throughout like the United States to then also like use this beat and like challenge, like, you know, say like a diss on the, like their. So what you're saying department. is, is they're working
1: at a, they're They're expressing themselves artistically and not escalating situations by doing shit in a harmful manner, exactly. which everybody, which everybody needs to practice out here. Okay. Yes. Cause I'll be honest with you. I don't fuck with the police, but I good cops that were my football coaches when I was a kid and granted mm-hmm. everything I ever did in my life, I deserve. And I, Maybe sometimes no, but nine times out of ten I caught that shit. Other shit was going on that 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 is justified by any means. That's other people's business. You know what I'm saying? I'm not with injustice for anybody at all. You know what I mean? Right. I got a brother that's locked up. He's getting ten to fifteen years federal right now. He got, you know what I'm saying, slam type shit. So I know all about how this system works and how you know what I'm saying. Ain't nothing cool about it. So I hate to see anybody get in that type of situation. Over not just it can be de escalated.
0: Absolutely. You know, it's definitely, we're definitely in a very interesting time right now and it's going to be really cool. Like I'm actually, one of my majors is English. So it's Mm going to be very cool to see in like about like a decade from now when, you know, like really like this, like poetry starts coming out about like quarantine, like novels, you know, and the music too. I think like, you know, the music from what we're going through right now, is just going to be speaking volumes and is going to be moving like mass groups of people i think over these next couple months this is
1: honestly this is i believe this is the close this is our example of when <clears throat> the 80s when nwa represented for the people they represent for like i and not in the same context but how it mm-hmm. polarized the culture when they came out and started speaking on things and yep. doing that and the chuck D's and the flavor Flav's and uh Shout out Paradise Gray, yo. Paradise, listen, anybody who knows Paradise <laughs> Gray, if you've ever seen the evolution of hip-hop on Netflix, that's one of the men yeah. from the X-Clan that interviews it, and they do all that. Um, shout out Harley Dice. When I was on house arrest, right before I got booked for that video, they I went to an art gallery with, with them, and actually met Paradise Gray and got his phone number. And if anybody knows Paradise Gray, like, he recorded Mac Miller when he was 15 years old. Like, he has so many legendary Pittsburgh stories that, like, yeah. and hip-hop, dude, he has framed pictures of, like, iced tea, I'm talking legends bro Like he has pictures of Marley's son But I can call this dude And he lives Two miles down the street From me In the city And he'll just be like Yeah stop over And play me some stuff Mr. Paradise is like The Gandalf of hip hop bro Yeah Straight Gandalf Rastafarian Gandalf bro Long bear legend dude Shout him But yeah just uh like the same way that they, oh how they changed the game back then, I feel like someone's gonna do that now. Nipsey was doing it. Shout out YG. Like they were expressing themselves like on the DT Donald Trump joint and all that extra stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Art's gonna express itself no matter what. I always was told that art, if art draws emotion, negative or positive, it's doing its job. If it's not doing anything either that, it's not art.
0: Absolutely. You feel because me? Because it it's 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 artists it's comedians like anything in that genre it's their it's their job right to take what's happening in society and to transform it into a powerful moving message
1: yeah all right. we're doing, all i am is a reporter for the shit going on around me the, yeah like, I, exactly make, that's, making, a, that's a
0: great way to that's a great way to look I, at it
1: i make an audio canvas for the environment that surrounds me that's what it is i'm curating a soundtrack for the shit that i see through my lips yeah, absolutely. So switching to
0: um, back to a little bit about mink season, mm-hmm. right? So what- oh,
1: my bad. I I, I start running on sometimes. My bad. <laughs> no, you're my, good. My interviews, we, I, we start talking about mink season. We ended up in fucking Nova Scotia and the uh, Chernobyl and the Chernobyl fucking chupacabra dilemma, like on
0: someone.
1: <laughs> my bad. Yo.
0: Tell me a little bit about what went into like curating and like finally putting out mink season like how long how long was this project like
1: in the works for i keep it 100 with you i made the song 17 days ago we shot the video 10 days ago the video got edited and it came out it had no curation it wasn't supposed to be the lead single bergland of vegas was going to be the league single it yep. had nothing to do with it i keep it 100 with you i found that beat on youtube i ended up having to contact a producer because it was so fire <laughs> it, it literally was just a freestyle, and you know what's crazy? Yeah. Shout out, shout out, half Yo, my, my boys came in. Yo, Gafani. Yeah, the whole gang—they pulled up. They just came up there. They got the murdered, bro. bro. Yeah, my guys are here real quick, I gotta say what's up. Yeah, bro. Yeah, jump on, bro. Yeah, jump got, on in. shout out yeah. got slick with Flair and all my people Yeah, from the city. What's oh, good, brother? How everybody? you doing? What's up, my guys? What's what's yeah. yeah, you know, Derek and his <laughs> bitch. Hey, hey, we was in the Kush Pack last night. Big boy, big boy. <laughs> 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 homies, homies. <laughs> hey, we're in here. So what's up, man? So what were we just talking? Oh, the mixed season, the mixed season <laughs> curation. <laughs> This is yeah, good. watch this. Now we're gonna turn this into the whole room. Hold on, watch this. Oh, yeah. watch this hey, sir. squads, hey, squads in here now. Yes, yeah. don't, play with him. don't play with me. Oh, I got a nice All right, here we go. So we're doing, so we're talking mixed season. This shit's so fire. This is the best ever had. I don't give All right, so mix season. So like the, were you want to talk about the aesthetics? So the song, here we'll start with the song. First off, the song was a YouTube beat. I ended up making it um, was the last second before I mixed the album. Mm-hmm. Make the beat or we make the song. I mixed, we mixed it at Good Love Studio. Shout out to uh, Ian, mixed it, and then I was sitting with it. And the album's called Aren't So I, everybody wanted. I was coming with a concept of like how Bryson is a trap soul. I wanted to have my own style, like my own rhythm, my own rave, everything but I didn't know how much rapping I wanted to incorporate. it. So I'm like, how are we going to do these tracks with the even keel of like mixing this rhythm with this rap and like not over trapping it, but like taking it to the after hours party with the shorts. So (laughs) for real, that's really what I thought. Cause like I listen to OVO sound radio a lot. I don't know if you guys ever know what that is. But they make mixes of artists you never heard. Okay. Like I found, uh, Eric Daniels, he's a DJ, he's a DJ, does the Houston appreciation Mixes. this shit is like a, a hidden gem, but I fuck with his vibe. Like I like how his audio, his audioscape presents it to me in a manner where I like it. Like, I want to see this visual. Right. Cause I've seen, have you ever seen a song with a video and you're like, if you don't see it with the video first, yeah, the you're video. Like, this is trash exactly then you see it with the art with the visual and you're like this shit is smacking because it's presented right the continuity of it the way it's delivered like um right i really really idolize nipsey for that so like i looked up to uh the marathon campaign the way they launched shout out them they just did the uh they just did a launch with puma and they got they got all kinds of stuff going on, and it's huge but I watched how they curated it, and whenever they did the marathon commercial, Black Sam was saying, they wanted, they told the videographer they wanted to emulate a Michael Jordan Nike commercial, so they wanted it monumental, they wanted it cinematic, they wanted it clean cut, they didn't want no that the slow motion had to be right, so I really like took heed to that. And I'm a movie guy, bro. Like, I'm a good fellas dude. I'm an aesthetic dude. If you can't see this shit, like, you know what I mean? The bros came in in the middle of the interview. Like, come on, man. We really do this shit. Like, these Hollywood motherfuckers wouldn't be like that. Fuck out of here. We move in the chair in the middle of the interview. I'm throwing the keys off the balcony. We're taking you off to the rooftop pool. Give us, like, ten minutes We're taking you up to the pool because we're going to end this shit, right? I'm jumping in the pool. I swear to God. We planned all this. So, for real. But, like, the aesthetic of it. So, Shout out John Wagner and uh, Tristan from Breakneck Visual. Shout out Farmo, shout out Pete. They, we had done previous art for Mink Sinatra too. And we did Gotham out here with Illegal Apparel when we did a photo shoot. So once I realized the capability in LA, like location, the quality of camera, all this, I knew what I could do with it. So we just freestyled. I was staying at the Roosevelt. If anybody knows, that's where Marilyn Monroe passed away. Mm -hmm. Legendary spot. Me and Hefe were there for two weeks. Literally the last day before we were there, I freestyled mix season in the room. And we called the studio, and it was two blocks away. And I had a session at 9. It was 4.30. I said, I'll be over there in 10 minutes. Can you move the session? He said, I'll come right now. Went there immediately, recorded it. Then Wagner heard it, and he was like, yo, this is crazy. I said, whatever it is, I want to do it black and white. And if any of y'all know who Kid Art is or you've seen ever seen Kid Art's work or say uh, Colin tally, he did all right for Kendrick? Yeah. It's a very polarizing video and you get it. So shout out there, them, shout out TV. Like I took heed to what they had done in the aesthetic and I'm like, this is dope. Mm-hmm. Took my own spin on it, like, or it is, did my shit. We went down to the location where uh, Batman was filmed where they picked the bomb up and Trump left the bomb and Batman yeah. picked it up and blew up. That's where, after, that's where the first shot was filmed. Where Travis Scott and uh, Don Toliver did the video too. So we went down there, right? Yeah, I had just left the session and we went down there wasn't even ready to record or nothing and we found it dude there were six shout out to homies there was like eight essays down there bro they had their whole Spanish car club dude they seen us rapping in the middle of the Damn, street bro. they fired those Mustangs up and started ripping in the middle of that I was gonna listen, ask you where you got listen, the Mustangs <laughs> Listen I didn't even know their names They <laughs> don't even know the video exists <laughs> so if anybody out there, yeah, if y'all know them yeah. dudes from from East L. A., they were down at underneath there, dude with the Mustangs. They're a car club. They tore that shit up. So they started spinning. <laughs> listen, they started spinning in the streets. I had three camera guys with me. I said, "Yo, get it!" I ran in the middle of the street, started rapping, bro. Then we didn't even put it in the video where that up where that thing is where you can see through. Okay. This dude looks over with a fucking purge mask on, like randomly, like just looks over <laughs> with a purge. Yeah, we got pictures of it, bro. It was it, shit was perfect. You couldn't. You couldn't have planned it. Like, the barber yeah. shit, the barber shot, shout out Sean Clips. Follow him. He cuts my hair out in L.A. He lives that's, uh, that's he's out like of Glendale. That's he's from St. Louis. Louis originally. Bro, I had him in the studio. The other day. He played me beats when he cut that's my hard. hair. He's nice. He got a place with me, young thug. Show me the paperwork. He said, yo, I'm, I'm the real deal. Branded, bro, ended up making me beats last night. Ended up letting me shoot the video in his backyard, and that's who cut my hair. <laughs> uh, producer and a barber bro like how crazy and this is the video bro. cannot yeah oh, and that's it and bro, right. that's sean only, only in la very good only bro in that's sean clips his <laughs> dad he was like you mind if i take pictures of you when you're doing this i said bro i'd be honored for you to do that shit like this is crazy. the content came out unreal and then um yeah. the final shot when we were down to the spillway that's where terminator was filmed that terminator 2 remember oh, yeah remember? that's where that was so i used sure, places sure. Everything got a backstory with me, bro. If you ever see yeah. a visual, I got it. Got a meaning. It got a purpose. It got some subliminal shit. And, uh, that was the aesthetic, honestly, bro. And it just came out how it did. Like it, everything came together. But it,
0: dude, it, it's still it's, planning. That, it's Generation. it's like the planning behind it is definitely. I mean, dude, like you're talking, like you have like so much depth behind it, which is very incredible. Because there's sometimes when I'm asking you know artists these questions and they're just like oh yeah you know i just picked that place because i liked it i just drove by and i just liked it and it was just like oh well okay i mean yeah sure
1: that's cool and that's but like- cool sometimes but that's the result you're gonna get out of it if it looks like a fucking around video it's gonna be a fucking around video bitch this is mink season we're going fucking big like go big <laughs> or go home bro <laughs> so, bitch, well, just, you, know, you didn't see like the free dude if you look at the freeze frames i put little gems in there if y'all don't realize shout out brooklyn ricky Peace. Ricky P's uh, fiance, if you see the freeze frames in there, Sosa Man and Trippy Red and all these people, like we put those in there subliminally. Like I'm not a guy that's gonna be like, Yeah, let me videotape you and put you in the video. Like I told Sosa Man I took a picture of him. Like they like they took pictures of us. Like it was so they need right. a the green light. They were like, dude, do your shit. So I got to use the art element of what I got to do. Cause I have respect for all these people. So I try to mm-hmm. I try to keep my business straight before I do my shit. But the art just came together, man, and I just took little things and the drop out. how about that? When it cuts. Yeah. Listen, listen, the movie, it. listen, the movie, listen, <laughs> the movie does start and it's a minute long, but it really start when that shit goes out. Like if you ever seen Gotham, if anybody knows how he pledged Ledger tattooed on arm, I consider Pittsburgh Gotham.
0: Okay. We
1: the motherfucking regime. We were like the Batman squad, but like, of the city but like I grew not like superheroes but we're like the Gotham regime it's like if Joker like was with the bullshit but he didn't want to cause harm to anybody so like <laughs> you know artistically respectfully so once I got that confidence with that aesthetic like how we were saying branding like I'm comfortable with my branding because I've been a consumer since a child so I watched things I liked I followed Nipsey since 07 08 when grams and gold chains dropped I watched Wiz since uh star power I remember fucking Youngin on his ground when was instead of first there was four for 20 yeah, cds yeah. so like i watched these people like i watched their whole journey as they fall off get back up fall you know what i mean and become superstars man so i've seen the blueprint it would only be right if i just you know what i mean trusted the process so
0: at the end of the day what what keeps you going
1: i love this shit, bro i love everything about this shit. i hate it sometimes bro but i love it all the moments whenever i hated it all equaled out to these moments it was worth because shit was all bad for me I'm not bad, I almost got better on you. Shit was all bad for me two years ago. You know what I mean? I was booked, I was jammed up. I had to go through a DOC program. Like I had friends dying due to addiction and street shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this shit is, is not overnight shit. I hate that, yo. Like, dude, if, if I could give you a list of the things that i sacrificed for this willingly or unwillingly, and I said, this is what you can get to sit right where, where I'm at right now, you'd be like, I'm not doing that shit. Not at all. You know what I mean? If I gave you a checklist, a punch list of all the things you had to risk, reward, and sacrifice in the process of this, you'd be like, ah, uh. so I gotta be loved. You gotta love it. Got yeah. it. You gotta fucking love it. Man, so, that's why I put one hundred and ten percent. That's why the videos come out like that, bro. You think I, that shit wouldn't come out like that if I didn't love it? You feel me? No, and,
0: no, and that's definitely, it's definitely evident yeah. within your work, like how, like yeah. meticulous you are, and how hands-on you are with your vision. I got I re- OCD.
1: I I got self-diagnosed OCD. I, just <laughs> give a sh- I give a shit about my brand. Like I don't care what people think, but I'm not gonna put something out there if I don't fuck with it. If I don't believe in it, I've re-recorded songs four times. Like like i've had i don't know bro i just have super successful people around me dog right now that i just i, I can't i can't let slouch shit side like i'm in there mixing orange ski where tory did new toronto 2 at and fucking trippy did fucking pegasus he's about to release his album He pulled in the studio right. the other night in a goddamn yellow bentley truck like and ricky <laughs> i'm sitting there recording an album ricky's let me mix my album in there and there's pull up the the fucking platinum plaque for him and uzi and wiz you know what i'm saying like he's a diamond yeah. grammy nominated dude so like Bro, I can't fuck with the twos. I got to fuck with the ones, bro. The only way you're going to know if you're the one, and I, I keep, a wise man keeps telling me these things, is if you're around the ones. Yep. Because yeah, there's a lot of people that think they're the ones, and they get around the ones, Jack, and they are the two, seven, nine, umteenth, Jack. You ain't. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's like what we talked
0: about in the very beginning. It's, you know, everything, it all comes back to, like, who you surround yourself with and whether or not they're fully bought in
1: as you know what
0: I said it all circles back to you know who you surround yourself with and whether or not they're bought into the process with you
1: got to like who's gonna dude? listen none of these people will be around me I mean I don't I don't have any money let alone enough money to pay people to to co-sign my bullshit and deal with the shit (laughs) you know what I mean like the shit that I go there would have to be a hell of a life all this was fucking made up a lot of people be losing their jobs I know that so someone's losing, someone's losing their job as an artist this year. I know that. I don't know who yet, but there's gonna be a couple dudes back in mix season is a full cool effect. I, I pray you find something else. But I'm <laughs> invested in problem, this bro? shit now, Jack. We're here. So
0: tell me a little bit about what's been going on out in LA. Why you're out there? What the goal is? And you know where you see yourself going from
1: here uh la is the mecca it's the epicenter of honestly new york's the mecca for hip-hop la is the mecca for culture the style i believe like as far as the industry goes this is where you're gonna run into uh you're gonna run into uh uh, so i've seen Birdman pull in the studio one night they get the meet on like uh quando rondo Like how we said we've seen Thug and Gunner, uh, they were there at the store. We didn't see them, but they were there before us. But, like, even just to be, like, in the same atmosphere as these people, and let alone have friends and mentors such as the Rickies and the other people out here that will show me. They put me in these positions, bro, that, like, we're going to see. You're go you going to do what you're going to do. And thus far, I have exceeded expectation, and that's how I plan on going. You know what I mean? I didn't come here to fuck around. Hey, first side, first line of mink season. What the fuck you think that I came for? <laughs> yeah. That second verse, when that shit comes on, that's, that's the answer. The fuck you think that I came for? Y'all shit talk, bitch. I make war. Oh, yo, you know if it's crazy? up, then it's up. It's your face <laughs> or <a> skateboard. Woo! Well, <laughs> you know
0: what's wild? The one, the, the videos that we shot like a year ago, you like welcome, it, welcome to LA, compared mm-hmm. to just now,
1: the aesthetic. You know what, it's what just, it's well, just, yeah. yeah, shout out them too. They did welcome to LA out here. You know, yep. yeah a year ago we used to Santa Monica Pier type of shit, but but they kind of like yeah, yeah took me sure. in under their wing and like like I shout out Curse, shout out everybody, man. Like I got I get to be in the presence of people that are in the mix and around just anybody, man. It's awesome, bro. Whether it be whether it be an oh shit. Say? Oh, bless. Shout out Detroit. We got to work put the buffs on just for Detroit for a second. <laughs> hey. That boy look like he he write hey, checks. Hey, now hey, <laughs> hey.
0: now we got the full aesthetic. If, if I get shot, I'ma shoot to that bitch <laughs>
1: in my hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, shout out Sana, bro. I fuck with Detroit. Shout out Band Gang. Fucking band gang paid well with so autumn dude man. I listen to all their shit. I do. I really am a fan of that. I'm a fan of Detroit sound. I'm a fan of the beat makers. Hell of a, uh, everybody up there, man. They're lit. I have mad Detroit dudes that, that used to be OT messing with uh, females from where I grew up at and shit. So, no. the low key, I had Detroit dudes at my graduation that my mom taught and shit. So like, I had real examples of like dope ass Detroit dudes years ago. So when these artists come out and they're finally getting their shine, I'm like, yes, Detroit's booming. Everybody <laughs> booming. Uh. I heard some dope music. Out of, I heard this dude called Pyrex out of fucking Baltimore. Dude, Ricky, okay. played me some of his shit. Fire. Fire. Dude, the, fire. D- the DMV is full of talent. Bro. The Shut DMV up, has well, hey, got I, some great talent. Dude, um, who's homie that did the jam with uh, Uzi? The Shells jam? That shit's for Shells. Shells. Shell. That's Shell. Tyler Creator's favorite song. It's I found <laughs> out. He shared it. He said, yo, Shells featuring Uzi is my shit. I found that shit. I said, wow, this is heat. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so, Getting into like kind of where the future then lies for Mink Sinatra, um, what what are you working like? What's what's what do you got in the what do you got in the chamber? What do you got coming up?
1: Uh, right, currently I'm just I, I really want to give Orange Ski its just new and give it a proper rollout. Uh, more visuals, good one More visuals, more aesthetics, more artwork, more merchandise, more merchandise correlate. Oh, shout out Godhead Clothing, shout out Tay Pro. That's whose merchandise that is on the mask. That's my homie. Tay let me recorded his trip for free months ago before RN Ski was even a thought. And I took a picture with his ski mask on because I believe in him, because I'm a person. If I support you on buying your shit. And I right. put it on one night at the studio up at Illegal, Illegal Apparel. Jake Ertman, shout out Jake, he was taking random pictures of me one night. And he got real close to me and took that picture with it like this. With the, yeah. Bro, he edited that shit, toned the background out. He said that to me. I said, it, it was a folder called junk mail. I said, bro, this is the cover. He said what? I said yeah, this is the cover, bro. And then I send it. I send it to Mars Motion. To Mars Motion, shout out him. He's done shit for Daft Punk. He did a uh, light work for Lootie Boy for the Taylor Gang album. Uh, shout out Sledge, made it. Which shout out Stick That's the jam that, that they did for the album, bro. Like the aesthetics that he comes up with that's the people are allowed it's not just me i can yeah. tell them the vision but these guys are really they're the ones bringing it to life brother. yeah nothing is more important than consistency and scheduling that i've noticed as far as like anything i can take for being in la for the past two months like i came out and nothing but smoke weed and hang out now i'm like i surf during the day i go to the studio at night if i'm not at the studio when i get up in the morning after two hours of sleep, um working on housing where we're going to be at or like, yo, what we going to get for groceries? So we save money. We can eat it to crib. We can have Ricky Pico with the steaks the other night, bro. Do you understand? Like I, like, I have that story. Like we fucking did that. Like it's a wrap. I ate Bossa Nova with trippy Rhett and, and Ricky. Like I, I, I ate lobster pot. Like I can't make this shit up, bro. Yeah. So, like I, These little things that happen, man. It's just, this is what's curating the music. Now I'm an to observe and report dude. Like I, Look how you're getting this interview, bro. Like, if you were a square and I didn't like your vibe, like, I would have never shared your shit. I shared your shit before you ever knew who the fuck I was. Like, I told Randrop, I'm like, I like these kids, bro. Like, tell them all, bro. Because, like you said, there's so much booth there's so much boof on the internet, dude. I gained probably 30, 30 followers in the past four days. Like, that's a lot for a person like me. I got twenty. I'm barely at twenty three hundred followers, bro. And that took forever because I don't buy shit. I really dude, that- wasn't. Uh, shout out frank from illegal and jake augustine because those kids really showed me like how to make your page look neat like they showed me the presentation is a lot it 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 makes up for a lot of things and i liked that for a while just because like i was a street dude that just did shit whatever like i didn't give a fuck i gave a fuck but like i just knew how dope it was now i gotta show y'all how dope it is
0: yeah it's like you gotta it's like you can't lose yourself but at the same time you have to tailor it so that way it's appealing to the gen- like to the demographic that you're trying to appeal Bro, to. Mink
1: Sinatra was a line in the song. Shout out Corey V. I said, I'm smoothing a Frank Sinatra in a mink coat on a song I recorded in Corey's Attic on the Northside in 2016. After that, I named the song Mick Sinatra. He so said, name the song that. A year later, I didn't have no workout. I uploaded uh, 12 songs to YouTube, one track, named it Mick Sinatra. That was the album name. It was a random playlist of stolen beats and like original beats. It it, you feel what I'm saying? And then it began yeah. that. I moved to Pittsburgh. I started getting down with a legal ethic like all these other companies and shit. My Instagram handle was Mick Sinatra. So I came home from jail. I came home from jail and I was locked out of my NATO page. I lost the phone. Like the cops took the phone that that shit was in. So a age I had for five years was in police custody and I didn't remember the password. So Mink Sinatra was created. Listen, I get out, everybody starts calling me Mink in Pittsburgh. Here we sit. Why wouldn't I go? Why wouldn't I go with what it is? Like you don't pick nicknames; they're given. Like I gave mad people nicknames, but you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't ever yeah. the person to be like, "All right, I'll go with that." Like I'm the nickname giver. I was. Always, always thought I was too cool to get one. I got a good one, and I like it. <laughs> I met mad people that're like, "Yo, that name is fucking fire." I'm like, "Yeah, it is, bro. I'm blessed." <laughs> like, straight up, man, I got a cool nickname. I'm a white rapper I ain't corny, like you know what I'm saying? Like, oh,
0: praise Jesus.
1: I ain't got to sell out. I ain't got to do no butt shit, dude. <laughs> no, no butt shit. No, no, I'm boss. Ball.
0: <laughs> so my last question for you, Mink, uh, that way you can get on with your day and enjoy this beautiful LA weather out there.
1: Is, yeah, yeah.
0: What do you think, what would it mean to you, right, to be the next one out of Pittsburgh Great. And what would you do with that power and that platform, how would you give back to the community? Where do you see right now where we're lacking? And how would you go about improving that for, that way people don't necessarily feel like that they have to leave, that they, there is a chance to make it here. How would you go about improving that?
1: Best way I can say is just demonstrate. Walk the talk, that's it. You know what I mean? I don't talk about putting young dudes, I'm not even on, I'm not even on, but I'll put my people in position you know what I mean? I know dudes that are successful, they give me opportunity. All you can ask for is opportunity, and you're not going to get the opportunity unless you're ready for it. You know what I mean? And if I do get Absolutely. that back, I've already – I've had a community day from my neighborhood last summer. We just couldn't do it this year due to COVID. Gave book bags out, did the whole nine. You know what I mean? You don't got to mm-hmm. be in a certain position in order to give back. I, try, I talk to kids, kids message. I me. Mean, I got kids that is in rehabilitation programs, kids that's in Schumann, uh, all kinds of shit that I talk to. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. just just walk what you talk, bro. That's it.
0: Absolutely, man. Now, my last uh, little question to follow that up then would be um, have you uh, throughout your journey or anything, have you experienced like any sort of like you talked about how you have like a high level anxiety and stuff like that. Do you find that, you know, music is a great outlet for you to deal with the things that you've gone through? and you know to really be able to just express yourself openly in in a forum in which you feel comfortable if it
1: wasn't for music i don't think i would still be here completely honest with you you know what i mean that's like a vent that's it's like an unwritten language that like i speak in the subculture that i'm in and it's slowly become it's flooded into every aspect of life you know what i mean hip-hop culture like art in general so you know what I mean?
0: yeah Good no, work I I shine.
1: <laughs>
0: well mink uh, I appreciate you for stopping by the stoop today. Uh, virtually absolutely, from I Beverly Hills, it. man. Uh, I absolutely, look man. Forward, we're out here. <laughs> I look forward to everything that you guys <laughs> have coming up. Mink season, for those of you who Mink haven't seen it. Mink season live now. Out, absolutely. Go Break check it visual. out. Uh,
1: Shout so, out Kush so, Factory, Ricky P., Taylor Gang, everybody. Trippy Ray, Sosa, man. Everybody in, in the video, man. Shit was lit. You guys made me look like a star. Love it. <laughs>
0: So, Mick, why don't you go ahead and just drop uh, all the information that uh, people right. can use to find you, your music, and right? uh, all that stuff. All right. also, platform's a bit,
1: follow me on it, sorry. On out here. Yeah,
0: we the Make Hey! <laughs> 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 season! it's a wrap. it's a wrap everybody I pitch you guys for stopping by the Stoop today make sure to tune into our website at www.legendsofthestoop.com to check out more episodes get in touch with us for our services and don't forget to follow Mink Sinatra on Instagram at Mink Sinatra uh, and make sure you go and check out Mink Season y'all this is Mike Pranice signing off from The Stoop. We're the legends of The Stoop. We're here to advocate, stoop. educate, and inspire society. Stoop. Coming at you live from the south side. Make sure to tune into our website at www.legendsofthestoop.com. Use the hashtag on all social platforms. <laughs> stoop. Hashtag stoop. Legends. <laughs> we the Legends of the Stoop Coming at you now. Right here in South. www. Legends of the Stoop.com See right. right.